0: Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to stay with us. Coming up here in a few moments, we're going to hear from one of the speakers from last night's GOP convention. Fun thing about this, she's a dairy farmer, so she's going to talk about ag and what she said last night. Very, very powerful. Always great to hear people speaking powerfully about our great egg producer. So speaking of the convention, I'm going to play some of the clips that really stood out to me from last night's event. If you watched it or caught some of the highlights I mean, some really really just great speeches you had tiffany trump i thought she did an outstanding job eric trump the attorney general from kentucky <laughs> president trump had a naturalization ceremony in the white house totally unexpected you, you kind of knew he was going to drop some surprises in there so the one that i that i there's a lot of them but one of them that i really really appreciated last night was the bit they did on nick sandman i'm sure you know that name because it was Tarnished uh, by the fake news media. This young man stood for life, meaning he was in Washington, D.C. for the March for Life event uh, while wearing a mega hat a make America great again hat. So a Native American elder was, you know, beating a drum, as you can see here uh, next to his face. We all know how the mainstream media went absolutely wild with this to point out that, uh, you know, Nick, they said these bad things about Nick. Well, Nick Sandman now. He's a very wealthy man. He sued and won against the Washington Post and CNN. But I want to share with you because I thought he really struck a chord last night with what he said uh, about cancel culture in today's media.
1: My life changed forever in that one moment. The full war machine of the mainstream media revved up into attack mode. They did so without researching the full video of the incident without ever investigating Mr. Phillips' motives, or without ever asking me for my side of the story. And do you know why? Because the truth was not important. Advancing their anti-Christian, anti-conservative, anti-Donald Trump narrative was all that mattered. And if advancing their narrative ruined the reputation and future of a teenager from Covington, Kentucky, well, so be it. That would teach him not to wear a mega hat I learned what was happening to me had a name. It was called being canceled, as in annulled, as in revoked, as in made void. Canceled is what's happening to people around this country who refuse to be silenced by the far left. And one more thing, let's make America great again. (laughs)
0: That is, like, the ultimate just mic drop moment right there. He puts that hat back on. Uh, The closer last night, and she was amazing. Melania Trump, our outstanding first lady, excuse me, um, just like Nick Sandman talked about, the bias against conservatives, the bias against President Trump when it comes to the media. Take a moment and imagine this. If you watch some of Melania Trump's speech last night, imagine if Melania Trump was a Democrat. I mean, you know you would have the mainstream media and many people across this country. that They'd say, we we need a queen. We need a queen. Let's make Melania a queen. Obviously, it's the antithesis of that now because she's with Donald J. Trump, you know, orange man, bad sort of thing. But I want to share with you, she had a lot of great things to say, but a specific piece I want to share with you because it's relevant to what's happening really across the country right now, thus why she said it. But more specifically in Kenosha, Wisconsin as well, here's some of what our wonderful first lady had to say last night.
2: We must remember that today we are all one community, comprised of many races, religions, and ethnicities. Our diverse and storied history is what makes our country strong, and yet we still have so much to learn from one another. With that in mind, I like to call on the citizens of this country to take a moment, pause, and look at things from all perspectives. I urge people to come together in a civil manner so we can work and live up to our standard American ideals. I also ask people to stop the violence and looting being done in the name of justice and never make assumptions based on the color of a person's skin
0: very important uh, what she had to say there. I want to play that particular clip for you because of what's happening in Kenosha, Wisconsin right now due to a police shooting of a young black man named Jacob Blake. Uh, Obviously, there's going to be an investigation, but by the appearance of it, another terrible, terrible shooting of a black man by police. It was done where there was three young kids in the back of the car. Very, very tough video to watch. It's being reported now that Jacob is paralyzed due to this shooting. Uh, Jacob's mom was on CNN with Don Lemon recently. Um, I'm sure you've seen the rioting, the violence in Kenosha, what's happening because of the shooting. The Milwaukee Bucks now are not playing in a playoff game because of it. But I want to share with you, this is again Jacob's mom on CNN. She was asked a question. Please listen to what she has to say. And my question is, you said that you don't want that in Jacob's name and neither would he. Tell me more about that, please.
3: Absolutely not. My family and I are very hurt and, quite frankly, disgusted. And as his mother, please don't burn up property and cause havoc and tear your own homes down in my son's name. You shouldn't do it. People shouldn't do it anyway. But to use my child or any other mother or father's child, our tragedy, to react in that manner is just not acceptable. Mm. And it's not helping Jacob. It's not helping Jacob or any other of the men or women who has suffered in these areas. I
0: mean, that that is what epitomizes, in my eyes, strength and wisdom right there. Just incredible to hear a mom clearly hurting because her son is hurting to have the ability to go on TV and share what she just said about what's going on in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Speaking about Wisconsin, the CFO of Four Cubs Farm, Chris Peterson, she spoke last night at the GOP convention. She's a dairy farmer and she's originally from Minneapolis, Minnesota, now living in Wisconsin. But I want to share with you because obviously this is ag land right here and it's so great to see the lights shine very brightly on ag and powerful ag people. Here's some of what she said last night at the GOP convention.
4: Many people probably don't realize that our country is one of the few in the world that produces nearly all of its own food. Fewer still understand how close our food production and distribution system came to collapsing this past spring. But President Trump understood and again took steps to provide the supports we needed. President Trump took the necessary action knowing that agriculture is our backbone and strength, critical to our national security.
0: So great to see powerful women speaking truth about ag and our amazing ag producers. And joining us now on our 702 Communications line, the CFO of Four Cubs Farm is the one and only Chris Peterson. Chris, great job last night. Uh, thanks so much Thank for you. your time tonight. I, I can only imagine, I, that's really where I want to start because we're you're, you're walking out. I'm assuming you don't do that a lot. So if you do, then correct me. But you're walking out through sort of this open auditorium. I mean, you know, everybody's watching. What were you feeling and how was that? Well, I have a secret to tell you.
4: I was I flew in on um on Sunday to DC and they taped it. So I wasn't walking out during the thing. They would never have dared
0: do that with some amateur <laughs> from from Wisconsin, right? I, I I guess that's a valid point. But you still had to be a little bit nervous. How many how many takes did you take? Just one or a bunch?
4: No, but the guy right in front of me took. The, he was the lobster man from from Maine, <laughs> and he did it in one take. And I thought, holy cow, the pressure's on. <laughs> but it was a couple. I've done a lot of speaking, so it wasn't that bad. And I knew I get I got to do it again, so you don't get very nervous if you know you you could screw it up if you had to.
0: Well, you did an outstanding job. Like I said, I just really appreciate the fact standing up there and speaking so powerfully about ag. Um, You know, what do you want people to know? Because I think if you look at what's happened, there's been some great things, obviously, with ag, but there's, there's still some challenges with the markets and pricing. So you spoke very strongly about President Trump. Why are you still so supportive of President Trump, even though there are still some issues with ag right now?
4: Well, the first thing is that. President Trump is the only president in my very old life who has who has talked about agriculture and farming, and he does it all the time. He talks about the importance of agriculture and um, our farmers, he says that all the time. And then what I've sensed is he keeps his promises and he negotiated the um, USMCA and the other trade deal with with China and it's going to make a difference. And we were just getting in, you know, starting to roll and then the COVID hit and it's been kind of tough ever since.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and Daria has had some challenges. So how much is the USMCA going to impact your business?
4: You know, it's hard to say because it's just, it, you know, we talked about it a year ago, but it's just now that it's starting to go into um, into being. And the same with the China stuff. So I think we have to wait till we get done with the coronavirus and and kind of get all settled down here, get past the election. And I think there's going to be some you know, positive changes.
0: I hope you're right. I mean, some big orders yeah. for corn and soybeans and cattle and things like that, so that's a good sign. Oh, one of the things I want to talk to you about as well is just some politics. Being from, originally from Minneapolis, now in Wisconsin, let's start with Wisconsin. What are you hearing from the people that you talked to in Wisconsin? And does do you feel President Trump's got a legitimate shot to win Wisconsin again this year?
4: Well, you know, that's really not my bailiwick. Okay. I'm, I'm a dairy farmer, <laughs> but I am an optimist. And I think that there are a lot of there's a lot of support out there. We had a um, there was a I live in the world's smallest town and there was a um, a Trump women for Trump meeting and they were hoping, you know, they'd maybe get just a few people. And and then they got ended up with 30 for that meeting. And then another one they thought they were going to have 60 people and they had 200. So I think there's a lot of deep down um support.
0: It kind of feels that way. So let's stick to ag if we can then. And just I'm curious as to if President Trump were to win in November, what what other things would you like to see him do in a second term for our great ag producers?
4: I think it's always on his mind. He's a businessman and he knows that we have to keep moving forward with our food production. And I, I just have a tremendous amount of confidence that we can do it and he can do it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I hope you're right. One last thing I just want to get your, your point of view on, since you're in Wisconsin from Minneapolis, you see what happened with the George Floyd situation. Now we see what's happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, just your your assessment of what's going on there and, and your point of view on it all.
4: Well, to tell you the truth, back in June when they started burning my city, I looked at my husband and I said, I'm not watching the news anymore. And I stopped watching for like two months because I just couldn't believe it and um I just can't believe it. it's a lot like 1968 and I was pretty young in 1968 and when you're young and you're going through a year that is so chaotic, you think it's the way the life's going to be forever from now on and that's not going to be the case. It will, we'll will get back to normal eventually.
0: Yeah, it would be nice though. You know, have you ever seen the country this divided before?
4: No, <laughs> not really, except 68 was pretty bad.
0: Okay, well that, that gives me a little bit of hope that hopefully we can start to unite again as a nation and... Yeah. Uh, anything we else you want? To, Go ahead. We all
4: have to pray for it. Oh, okay, I got one more thing to tell you. Please. Uh, at, at about 20, in 2016 during the election, before the election, um, we, I had read something on Facebook about how England, during the blitz, they every, the bells all rang at 8 o'clock at night and everybody stopped what they were doing and they prayed for England. And I thought that was such a great idea that we have alarms set on our phones. All our kids even know it. And at 8 o'clock every night, we pray for Trump.
0: See, I, I think you nailed it right there. I mean, I always go back to Second Chronicles 7.14. So I think if we can get more people to do those kind of things, uh, I think there's some hope. So thank you for ending on that. I really yeah. appreciate it, Chris. And My pleasure. Great so job, much. and thanks for what you're doing. You bet. Thanks. Appreciate it. Fascinating to hear what she said there. I'm curious, and I, I hope, you know, since we do this on TV, you're not turning the, the news off, but I think there's a lot of people out there that kind of go, gosh, you know what, I just I can't watch all this anymore, and that's why I want to share the piece about Nick Sandman earlier as well and just a lot of the bias that takes place in, in different, uh, let's say, organizations, if you will, to keep it nice. Um, all right, stay with us. Coming up at the end of tonight's show, we're going to have some fun with, you remember Tommy Kramer, the Minnesota Vikings quarterback? And I think we'll find out here, but we may have something about Jabril Cox for you as well but be sure and stay with us because coming up next we're going to get to your points of view a lot of incredible stuff coming in about some very very hot topics I want to invite you to share your point of view with us it's very easy to do you can email us text us leave
3: us a voicemail we got much more coming up right after this